Welcome to 12 Tribes of Israel Congregation. Visit us at riseisrael.com or 12t.co. Our toll-free number is 888-447-1695. You can email us at scribe at riseisrael.com. Today's topic is called, I Want to Be Heard. And we're going to read from a song, which is written by David, Psalm 116, that shows us how beautiful it is to be heard by the Heavenly Father. Because a lot of the times our people send up prayers, and inside their spirit, they know that there's no connection between them and the Most High. And that's a sad thing, because in ancient times, the Most High constantly used to communicate with our forefathers through many various ways, through prophets, through visions, through dreams. And even they have at times heard his voice. So why today is it that most of our people don't have that connection? And to the point where they doubt that there is a God, some of them have become atheists because they know that their prayers are not being heard at all. So let's go to the book of Psalm 116, and we're going to read from verse 1. Psalms 116 and 1, it says, I love the Lord. That's the first thing. Most of our people do not know how to love the Heavenly Father. So if you want to be heard, you have to love the Most High. Because think about it. If someone hated you, do you think they're going to pay you any attention? If you were to hate someone, someone that is evil, someone that abuses you, someone that doesn't care about your feelings, are you going to pay them any mind? Are you going to hear their voice, their pleas? No, you're not. In most cases, you will ignore them and keep it moving. So the same thing is happening with our people. They do not know how to love the Most High. So let's start with that. How do we learn to love the Lord? We're going to hold our spot in Psalms 116. And let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 3. 1 John chapter 5 and we're going to read from verse 3. And this is something that will teach you not only how to love the Lord, But how to love your family members, how to love your brothers and sisters, your wife, your husband, your children. This is something that if we were taught, we wouldn't be like, oh, what is love? And then trying to philosophize what it meant. Oh, love is, I don't know. Um, It's like that album from Lauryn Hill where the kids are being asked what love is. And they didn't know how to answer because we have a mystical understanding of what love is. But here in the Bible, in the scriptures, it tells us straight up what love is. 1 John 5 and 3 says, For this is the love of God. Right here is defining for us, plain and simple, what love means. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments. That we what? That we keep His commandments. So if you're not keeping the commandments, then you are not showing God love. Instead, you're showing him the opposite, which is hatred. Most people have heard about the Ten Commandments, but they do not realize that there are more than Ten Commandments. There's way more than just ten. There's many laws, statutes, and commandments, and judgments that are written in the Bible. But here it is. Let's say you heard about the Ten Commandments alone. Even those, which are just ten, our people have a problem keeping Our people don't honor it, starting from not having another God. People put other gods in front of our God, and our God gets jealous. So how is he going to hear your prayers if you're making him jealous with the images he told you not to make, 
and with the false gods and the worshiping and the celebrating of false gods. How do you expect for your prayers to be heard by God? So when it comes to the commandments, if we come back to them, to the first 10, then that will build a foundation to be able to keep the rest of the other laws. And then you will get the love of the Heavenly Father. Because it says here, this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Meaning his commandments are not difficult. They're not a burden. They're not something that's going to destroy you. His commandments actually will help you in your everyday life. It will help you concerning how to raise your children, how to be a husband, how to be a wife, your roles in your life. It will help you as far as how to eat properly so that you can have good health and how to be successful and prosper in everything that he gives you. If we do not keep his commandments, then we could say all we want that we love him. We could, we could just praise him with our lips and give him lip service, but that does not show him love. Imagine you telling someone that you love them, but every single time that you come around them, you beat them or you mistreat them or you disrespect them and you treat them bad, although they treat you the best that they can. But you come around and say, I love you. Is the person going to believe you? Absolutely not. That's like um in situations of domestic violence, the husband beating the wife or the wife beating the husband. But then they turn around and say, I love you. I love you every single time. That's not truthful because that's just words. Words alone cannot show what love is. That's why in the same book of 1 John, if we go to chapter 3, 1 John 3 and verse 18 says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And what that means is, if you're going to show love to the Most High or any person, don't just say you love them but not do the actions that prove you love them. Because the word deeds means your doings. Let it be truthful. Let it be sincere that you really do love them. Do the things that will create that connection with the Most High. Do the things that will create that connection with your children, that will do the connection with your wife, your husband, your parents. Because by the commandments we learn how to treat each other well, how to be good neighbors, how to be loving to our God, how to serve him with true love. Because if we go to the same book in 1 John chapter 2, and we read from verse 15, it says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And the reason we wanted to read this to you is because There's a difference between the love that God speaks of and the love that this world teaches. The love of this world is loving material things, loving in a way that is not sincere. Most of the time, that love, for example, between a man and a woman, it's not really love, it's lust. It's the desire, sexual desire. And then once that's gone, a whole bunch of divorce happens, families get broken up. Oh, you know, I'm no longer in love with your mother. And they divorce her and move on to another woman. Because, oh, I, you know, I I love her, but I'm not in love with her. What kind of garbage and wickedness is that? That's why the scripture says, love not the world. Do not love 
how the way this world has taught us. Because the next verse says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And they want to be able to show off the type of woman. She starts having children. Her body starts changing. And now he all of a sudden doesn't love her anymore. Now he wants to move on to the next woman and leave her behind. That's not the love of the scriptures. That's not the love that you spoke to her about when you were talking about marrying her. So therefore, it was actually lust that that person had. The pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So the teachings of the world concerning love is dealing with pride, is dealing with lust, covetousness, and sin. Therefore, when you want to really learn what love is, you have to come back to the scriptures because it will teach you how to actually love your children, how to actually love your wife, love your husband, love your father, your mother, and how to love your neighbors. So a lot of times we talk about we love, we love, we love, we love, like you have Father's Day and Mother's Day, and people think that by doing that, they're showing their parents love, but that's just one day. What happened to all the days of the week, all the days of the year? Nothing but disobedience to our parents, nothing but disrespect, and nothing but what? Wickedness. But on that day, you want to mooch up. You want to bring them a gift and think that you could buy their love by that way. That's the pride of life. Oh, look what I got my mom on Mother's Day. Oh, look what I got my pops on Father's Day. Instead of actually loving them every single day, like the most I said, honor that father and that mother. That's part of the Ten Commandments. Therefore, love cannot be just words. Let's return to the book of Psalms, chapter 116, and let's read on. Because it says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice. Hear what David said? He loved the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. This is what we want. We want the Lord to hear us, just like he used to hear our forefathers. Now that we know that the Heavenly Father used to hear our great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather and great-great-grandmother, how come we, their children, and when I say we, David is an Israelite from the tribe of Judah. You so-called blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, you are the children of Israel. You are the children of the people that wrote the Bible. How come we are not heard no more? Why the Heavenly Father would not listen to our prayers? It is because we have not shown Him love. So therefore, that means that we are separated because of our sins. Our sins is the reason that the Heavenly Father has not taken into account our supplications, our cries to Him. Why, God? Because many times we go through troubles and we suffer curses in this world. And we ask ourselves, why God? Why is this happening? And we pray and we get no response. And the reason why is because when you're sending up prayers, you have this image in your head and possibly in front of you while you're praying of a statue or picture or drawing or painting of this white God that you think is Jesus. Or you're praying to false gods. You're under different religions and not praying to the creator that made us, the God that was in the beginning that said, let there be light. And this is why we have to come back to the scriptures and come back to our heritage 
Remember that we are children of Abraham and worship the God of Abraham, the same God that spoke to Abraham. Not once, not twice, multiple times. The Heavenly Father was revealing to Abraham the future and speaking about me and you. That if we remember him and remember that he's our father and that God made a promise to him, then he will give us the chance to return and receive the promises that he gave to him, which is the kingdom of heaven. I know I want to be in the kingdom, don't you? Therefore, why has God separated himself? We kind of got the answer, but let's get confirmation from the scriptures. And that's crazy. I just flipped right to it right now. Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 2. So we're going to the book of Isaiah chapter 59 because it's going to tell us clearly that there's a reason why we are not being listened to, why our prayers are going nowhere. In Isaiah 59 and 2, it says, but your iniquities. The word iniquity means sin. It just means simply your evil, the transgression, the wickedness that you've been doing. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Right there, straight up, God told us. So we don't even have to guess. We don't have to even be like, hmm, I wonder why. Let me interpret this verse and find out why we're not being heard. No, he told us straight up. Listen, I could save you. But you know why I'm not listening to you? Because you got sins. That's why I'm separated from you. That's why you don't see me no more. I have turned away from you. When you send up prayers, they go nowhere. Because think about it. If our people are praying to images, to things that you could buy in the store, probably made in China, right? And you're thinking that that statue that was made by the hands of man or, or machines of man is going to hear your prayers. Obviously, your prayer is going nowhere. That painting has eyes, has a nose, has a mouth, has ears. Ears, but they cannot hear. Eyes, but they cannot see. Nose, but they can't breathe. Mouth, but they can't speak. So what's the point of having those things in your house? These saints, these pictures all around. And you have all these stores in our neighborhoods, whether it be called botanicas or whether it be, you know, stores where they sell uh, the little candles with the image on it. Those are graven images. That's actually a sin. You go to churches, what's in your church? A big cross with images all around. The windows are painted with images. And that's the second commandment. So how are you showing God love? That's committing adultery against him. That's separating yourself from him. That's offending him. Therefore, whatever situations come upon us, whether it be losing a job, or something as extreme as having some storm or an earthquake happen, and our people screaming, why, why? But they're screaming why to statues made of gold or silver or made of stone or wooden statues, I don't know, wooden crosses. They cannot hear you. They cannot save you. The Most High tells us in the scriptures that once we go and worship idols, that's committing spiritual fornication or adultery against him. We got to remove those sins from us. We have to understand that, that before there was any cross, any painting, or anything like that, God existed. Where there was no earth that you could touch and feel or see, God was there and he said, let there be light. So how are now we going to represent God 
which Christ said, our Father which is in heaven. He's not in these temples or in these churches. He's not in those stores. He's not in that candle that you're lighting up. Therefore, we have to repent, acknowledge our sins, if we want to be heard. Oh 